0: Welcome to the Vip Jazzwell Report, the report that asks insightful questions and gets revealing answers from people whose voices touch lives in ways beyond the ordinary. Our guest today is the Grammy Award winning artist known to his fans and everyone else simply as Jason Crabb.
1: Jason, welcome to the show. Oh, Vip, it's, it's an honor to be here today.
0: Well, I wanted to dedicate this show to your fans by doing something a little different. So I asked your team to let your fans know on Facebook that you were coming on the world-famous Vip Jaswell Report. To give your fans an opportunity to ask the questions. So I was amazed because, you know, we received hundreds of questions in a matter of hours. So I hope we can satisfy some of the curiosity your fans have, Jason. No pressure, but be as revealing as you can. Think of it.
1: We'll do our best.
0: Think of it as a confession. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> so you're a star in the world of gospel, but you could have had the very glamorous life of a rock star with women, drugs, and every other vice accessible at your fingertips. How come you chose a more sober one?
1: Well, you know, I'm very deeply rooted, you know, uh, in the church. I grew up as a, a pastor's kid. And, um, you know, I've, in uh, I just, I think. You know, that being my background of who I am and watching how that this positive message of, you know, of of Christ can really influence lives uh, made me want to uh, to be a part of this, you know. And so that's that's the path that I've chosen. Of course, I've had opportunities to do the other. But, you know, it's just I feel like that this is my destiny.
0: But what's been the most defining moment in your life that's brought you to where you are today?
1: Well, uh, I would say the most defining moment, um, you know, is uh, I'll never forget one day I was walking past a a room and I heard a, I heard, actually the family was in there playing uh, a video and I heard this man sing uh, and he, that, that they were watching and it just overwhelmed me. You know, I'd always been a musician. I'd always helped out, you know, in different things in, in the church, you know, and played drums and bass and guitars, and, you know, and did other things. But when I heard this guy sing, it just it struck me, and his name is Michael English. And I don't know. I, I don't know. It just it grabs the hold of me. And I, then I started really listening to the songs, and, and uh, I was like, man, I really want to try to, you know, if I could sing like this, I think, you know, uh, this is what I'd really want to be in, in, uh, in, in a later part of my life. And so I think that that was one of the defining moments. It's, it's hard to put, you know, one dot on one defining moment. But I would have to say I, I remember that moment in particular really grasping a hold of my attention.
0: Well, everyone around you, and I've spoken to your team, they all say there, there's one thing that comes out of this about you. And they say you're grounded. How do you keep your sanity with, you know, the fame, the distraction, the temptations that come with success?
1: Well, I think one of the things is in in this area of music that we do, you know, uh, you never know what venue that you're going to be playing. You know, well, I say you never know, but we go from different places. We play churches, we play theaters, we play coliseums. But at the end of it all, you know, after you've stood behind the table, and and, and when I say table, at the product booth, you know, and you've signed autographs and you talk to everyone, and you hear, you know, their stories about how they're going through different things and, you know, and all that type of stuff, and maybe the music has touched their lives. Well, then I go back home, and, uh, you know, I've got a gorgeous wife uh, and two gorgeous little gals at home. Which is ten and seven. Wife is Shelley and Ashley and Emma. And you know, you take that hat off of of being out there encouraging people and, and entertaining people, and and then you you put the father hat on. And you know, and I think it just brings it to a great perspective of life of really what it's all about. If you can encourage someone to you know, and then come home and and take what they are having shared with you and uh, use it at home. So I, I would say. You know my beliefs and, and my my home, uh, my wife and, and kids really really keep me grounded.
0: Give me an example of a temptation that came your way and how you handled it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, uh, I got offered, you know, some some different kinds of deals and, um, you know, when I was uh, with the family, I traveled with the, my family uh, in, in a Christian group for a while named uh, the Crab Family. We traveled on the road for. Oh goodness, I'd say fourteen years, and there was there was opportunities to to do other forms of music, and and you know I, I'm I'm not saying that it was it was it's a it's a bad way, you know I love mainstream you know artists. There's great artists out there, and they're they're sharing some positive messages. But the temptation there was, you know, hey, do I go and and you know feel like I could compromise what I believe, or do I do I hang with with you know what I feel that is right for me, and that temptation came out on the road while I was with the family. You know, I got offered a uh, a secular deal, and which man all of the words were right. All of everybody was saying, "Hey, you know, this looks right," and but I just felt that it wasn't right for me, and you know that was probably one of the one of the hardest temptations because it's sad this music that we do. I feel that that doesn't get the the light that it should, you know, in far in, in the world, you know, uh, mainstream markets and different things, and you know, and I'm very passionate about music, very passionate about my message, but i uh, you know, being being human, I'm passionate about music, being a musician and being a singer.
0: Well, how do you handle temptations of the flesh when you got women throwing themselves at you, maybe even some men?
1: Uh, you know the truth of the the, the matter is, is is in in this uh, genre of music that i do right. uh you 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 don't you don't really get that 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 very often which is very that's very thankful um uh, because I, I think as I'm so upfront you know at at who i am and and what I do and what I believe in that I really don't have to deal with that uh, you know after the fact. And which is a which is a great thing, you know. I, I really am, I talk about my kids and I talk about my wife and you know I, and and share our lives, you know. And so I think that that's one of the blessings of being doing this kind of music, you know. That I really don't get that that really very often you know thrown at me at all and the, i think one of the cool things too is is you've always got to surround yourself with with great people right. uh you know to protect yourself you know uh the great um uh, uh some of the great ministers that have come up you know uh in in life i think that they have had to do that as well you know and 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 singers and and so forth and you know you just got to protect yourself with who you have surrounding you and so i have a great team on the road when i go to the table you know i've got great people that is right there with me um and so you know i'm thankful (laughs) very thankful you know that that doesn't happen very often at all
0: well you know your fans only see your success What failures have you experienced in your life that you could share with us?
1: Well, you know, um, there's, there's so many different things that I feel like I've, I've really failed at, you know, and, and one of the things that I really have to be cautious with in in my life is, um, you know, being aggravated about different things, you know, um, maybe, oh goodness, um, maybe a concert didn't go the way that you felt like it should have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you start wanting to blame this one and blame that one and, and go, why didn't a promoter do the right thing? And, and, boy, I've been aggravated at times when you walk in and you see that, you know, the crowd you know is not what it should be. Or maybe even you get aggravated at home, you know, those types of things. And uh, I think with this type of lifestyle, you know, of being in front of people all the time and trying to have the right answer. You know, uh, the very the very raw side of you sometimes gets weak. You know, uh, when you're away from all of it, you know, you want to be a a great father and you want to be a great husband. And on Mondays when I come home, I really have to really have to struggle with putting on a different hat and and leaving all the the frustrations there and being a good husband and being a good father. And so, you know, I I really have to watch that. I think that's one of the things that, you know, sometimes I fail at is being, you know, being, being in the right mood at the right time for my kids, dealing with some of the stresses of the road life or maybe a song, you know, that's not doing like you feel like it should out there on radio or, you know, and taking all of that in consideration. I just I feel like sometimes maybe I, I really fail at that, and I hate that. You know, I really I really work on it, but that's probably one of the things that I I fail at.
0: Now, your wife suffers from rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. How do you mentally switch off on a Monday from being a rock star on a weekend to a loving and caring husband?
1: Well, you know, uh... About three years ago, she got diagnosed with that, and truthfully, there was one time when I remember my kids were going to school; they were going, getting ready to go into the next, uh, to visit their next grade, and my wife couldn't go, and I really thought that that might have been the end of it for me, uh, for being on the road, and um, but we, you know, we got hooked up with the uh, the right uh, uh, nutritionist. And she's doing very well now, of course she has flare ups, but you know that's that's kind of one of those things that I was talking about. you know you deal with other people's problems and and that's one of the great things about what the music I do. I'm very one on one with with people when they come up to me and talk with me, then I have to go back to the house you know and deal with some of those things myself and you know, I just think that that's what that's what you know my beliefs is and 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 all of that it's it keeps me grounded and keeps me focused, but also it it makes me want to be that that husband, you know, that she needs, and to do the right things. And boy, that's just one of those things that you know, prayer. I really think for me comes in uh, comes in handy and and a great, uh, you know, just a great a great support team.
0: So obviously, singing about God plays a large part in the success of your professional life,
1: right? Oh, absolutely. But then
0: how? does god play a role in your personal life
1: well you know i think life is so funny you know life throws you all kinds of curves and you know it's how we deal with them is it's what makes us who we are it's the, it's the it's the character you know that's that 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 builds a a man and i think the older that i get the more you grasp a hold of what life is all about and so i think you know with with the, the beliefs that I have in God and, and, and I, the strong anchor that I have in, in my faith, you know, I really feel like that, that it allows me to make wise decisions, wise choices, not necessarily, um, the most, uh, I don't know what you would say that the ones that always feel the right, the best it's, you know, sometimes you have to take the high road and cause you know, it's the right choice, but, boy, it sure hurts sometimes, you know, and I think God really plays a huge role in that and building, you know, building that foundation for my kids and, you know, I I just found it to be the right thing for me and my family, and I I just really try to share that with others as well.
0: Do you consider yourself emotionally sensitive?
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) So during those moments, you know, those moments where you're struggling with your emotions, how do you calm yourself down?
1: You know, I I just really, uh, I really think, take an overview of of my life, you know, um, and and I think you have to, for me, I I look back and what I feel that that God has allowed me to experience in life and what he has given me, you know, and sometimes the little things is what really kind of strikes at us, (laughs) hits us at the wrong time and but it's it's great to take a deep breath and and just look at what all that you feel that God has, has blessed you with. You know, I grew up not in the, you know, not in the, the most blessed of home, but we didn't, you know, we weren't, you know, we did without a few things and and uh, we grew up in a small town in Beaverdam, Kentucky, which I'm very thankful for. But um but you know, I just look at at what what he's done for me and then you you look and count your blessings and and you see that, man, what you're dealing with is you know you can get through or you you know you just take a deep breath and you know and um, calm yourself down, or you know too, my kids really helped me with that, and my wife as well, you know, just I don't know i I think they just always seem to know when to say the right things for me, and I'm just so blessed to have a great family
0: well let's talk about your music you, you know. I've been listening to some of your tracks, and it seems to be sort of a combination of country and soft rock all molded together. Uh, do you write your own music?
1: Well, uh, on this record, I didn't write anything, the newest one that I have out. and uh, But I do write. Uh, I've been writing here a, a whole lot more. Um, I think I've been a little more sensitive, you know, to life. And um, on the way things are going, uh, problems, you know, that are in the in the world today, and the, the problems that just my young kids that are facing. And so, you know, I tried to, here recently I wrote, you know, um, uh, with a couple of writers, my dad in, in particular, of one of them. And, and you know just was talking about what my my kids were going through and what they were facing and what the parents must be facing with the kids and how they feel you know and and just different things so you know i, I i've uh, i've been really trying to write a little bit more because i feel that you know that's that's something that i really want to get out is is my heart
0: so where do you get the inspiration for the words when you're writing do you look at world events Do you look at the tragedies that are happening
1: you know, I do. Um, I, I, I really try to take in on where we're at, you know, right as of today. You know, songs are, are so unique. Uh, some songs, especially with country music, country kind of reflects on, you know, the days of when. Or, you know, they kind of deal with a lot of past. You know, and I really feel like that with my music, I I want to look towards the future. You know, yes, deal with the past, but this is not just it. You know, look, keep, you know, keep walking, keep breathing, you know, keep, we're going to get through this thing, you know, such as a positive message. And that's, um, you know, just especially with what is taking place in, 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 in Boston, you know, and in, in different things, you know, musicians and songwriters are so, with along with everyone in the world, are just very... You know emotional right now for for everyone that's that's suffered everyone that's hurt, and you know the only thing that we can do now is is to encourage and you know if we can write a song to encourage you know those to to keep running to keep you know where you're at right now, keep going forward, and I think that that's the message that I feel that you know that I'm very fortunate to share and write
0: well you know the irony of the situation is. You're singing good songs, and you have a relatively smaller audience. Mm-hmm. But in some categories of music, like let's say hip hop, mm-hmm. the glorify gangs, abuse of women, drugs. They have a larger audience. Yeah. Uh, and that's considered
1: mainstream. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the things that I have to. I, I, I ask myself all the time, you know, why. You know, why is our music not out there like it, it needs to be? Why is this positive message, you know, you know that's something that is encouraging a lot of people because I hear it every day. But why is it not being showcased in, in the wide world today? Because I feel like that it is the right message. Not, not even convictions. Uh, sidebar, a lot of people think Christian artists, you know, they want to share just their views. But the truth is, our views is for people to be, you know, living life at the fullest potential, you know, enjoying what a, a, a good, wholesome life is supposed to be. And that's, you know, uh, for sure not the abusive. You know uh, the abuse of, of 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 drugs and sex and different things. Those that that is put out there in, in you know in that form of music. So it's very very frustrating for me. You know uh, the musician inside of me. The you know the the being a, a, a vocalist and it, it, it's very frustrating. Well, you <laughs>
0: know, I honest. mean, here's what I'm not understanding. Um, you've got a great voice. My wife thinks you look like eye candy. Um,
2: you have Bless beautiful, you have,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, <laughs> you have, uh, beautiful words in your song. Um, uh, the, the instruments sound great. Um, uh, why aren't you more mainstream?
1: Well, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we're trying to do that more. Uh, one of the songs that we have, um, uh, that is the title cut of the the record called uh, "Love Is Stronger,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: is being sim, uh, sent to country music and um, you know mainstream radio, which I feel that is is so fitting. Such the right words, such the right song. You know, everybody deals with issues, and so would I be ag- against fronting a mainstream tour? Absolutely not. Would I go and sing on those stages? For sure. But it's so funny how hard that it is to keep your, you know, what you feel. You know, I've even had these conversations with different record producers and, and, and record labels and said, hey, yeah, we want to take you on, but you're going to have to do this and this and this. And it kind of goes against what, you know, I feel like that me personally doesn't need to be a part of. You know? But do
0: you think do you think being branded as a gospel singer limits you from entering the mainstream?
1: Oh, absolutely, I, I really do. Um, I, I think that. And, you so, know, would you
0: would you think about rebranding yourself?
1: <laughs> you know what? If if I thought that it would, you know, it would be, uh, I would help others. You know, and you know, maybe be encouraging to. Um, other people, and maybe, you know, to help people's lives live to the fullest, you know what, I don't, I, I would really have to put a lot of hard thought into it, but, you know, I think that that's the call of all humanity, is to help others, so, you know, yeah, maybe so.
0: As an outsider, can you explain to me something? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you have <laughs> You have black gospel, and now you have white gospel, What's the difference, and and why is there a need?
1: Well, I think the the biggest difference is, thank God, you know that a lot of barriers to today has been broken. You know, um, of course, there's still some out there, but I don't think it really it, it doesn't interfere with gospel music or white gospel music. I, I don't feel that. I think one of the things that is really a different in white gospel music and black gospel music is the the, the rhythms, you know, uh the beat, the um you know, the, the way that it that it is interpreted. And I uh you know, I've sang on numerous uh, um, uh black gospel stages and been in the churches and um you know and in, in different things in Chicago and, and uh also Donnie McClurkin. I've been with him and Actually, he's even sang on my records, but I think, I think the the thing is 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 the the way that the music is interpreted, and um, I, you know, I, here's the thing about it. When I notice that I go into a church that is that has a, a great deal of different you know color in in the church, the ones that I find getting behind the music faster is you know you know the the black gospel crowd and uh which you know i think it's you know some of it out there will interpret with you know the black gospel church and also the, you know in the white gospel church and I, I just think really truthfully it's it's just the rhythms and it's the beat you know
0: Yeah, because the message is the
1: same. It's about praise the Lord. It is. It really is the same. And I wish we would get together more. You know, I think uh, there's one great thing about... uh, uh, you know the, the black gospel music is they appreciate talent and they really do and some of the greatest singers in the world has come out of there you know and I, I, I draw a lot from that you know as a kid I grew up listening to so many different ones you know such as the southern gospel which is you know the Henson's and the Goodman's and different ones and then I, you know we grew up on Shirley Caesar and Andre Crouch and you know, D- Teddy Huffman, and so my my, my background is is in, in a lot of that, along with the country artists as well. So, you know, I think if you come out to one of my concerts, you'll find that uh, I've I've got a lot of different flavors.
0: <laughs> now, you've had a lot of success with your music, um, and this success also leads to a level of influence. You've got a hundred over a hundred thousand followers on Facebook. Um, using this influence. What ambitions do you have that you can now fulfill?
1: Well, wow. You know, I I I just think that that's that's one thing that a that a person really has to be uh cautious with, I think. You know, you find out the true character of a person, you give him power and influence and then <laughs> you know, his true colors and start showing and I think one of the things is with with that is I just really want to for people to, to, to know that, that this music and my, and, in and, and what I do in my music is for them. And we very, we stay very, uh, interactive with, with people, but, you know, I just, I think too is, is to help each other, to help each other get through the tough times in life, you know, whether it's somebody's been in an accident, someone is is hurting, someone, you know, needs something, you know, to, to really grasp a hold of what, you know, life is all about, is being there for each other.
0: Well, you're sounding like a pastor. Would you ever consider becoming one?
1: <laughs> you know what? I might one day. I really might. You know, if it's a small little white church in the country somewhere and it's not a lot of uh, this and that, you know, maybe I might have to have seven or eight services on Sunday, but, you know, I just, I, I don't know.
0: The pastor maybe with maybe. the guitar.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be it. It would be unique. It, would it
0: be definitely great. would. <laughs> now your success has its financial rewards. So tell me, what's your greatest indulgence from your success?
1: Oh, oh, wow. I think, you know, one of the things that I have to guard myself against is spoiling my kids and wife, you know. Uh, but I, I, I really love... Um, I think I'm going to tell on myself, but I, I love fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love um, I love clothes. Um, you know, I, I especially you know, uh, stage clothes. I, 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 so I like. So going you got out. this
0: Elvis thing going on do you? Do what? You have this Elvis Presley costume thing going
1: on. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's that big of a costume, but uh, you know, I I do love to. Uh, you know, I love good clothing and um you know, I don't I don't know. I guess that's one of the things that uh I think that I indulge myself in is to go out and shop <laughs> and buy that for my, for the you know, for the stage, you know.
0: So with the latest trend going on with guys wearing multicolored pants, is that what you're gonna be doing? Red trousers and green shoes?
1: You know, I just bought myself a pink jacket, so uh <laughs> So, you know, and I did that on the uh, release date of of my record, uh, Love is Stronger. And so the other day I I, I went to a date and the guy said, uh, said, when you come in with your pink jacket on, I want to get a picture. Well, I didn't bring it. And I didn't know that people was going to say it was a part of the tour, but uh, I guess people pay attention to that.
2: Oh, they
0: do, they do. And then some of these can be conservative churches, am I right?
1: Oh, Absolutely. So yeah, how do they
0: I'm, take it? Do they look at you a little funny? or?
1: You know, I think some do, but some want to. You know, some was, would love to say, you know what, I'd love to jump out like that. you know. And, well, it definitely <laughs> gets you noticed. <laughs> and take a chance, you know. So I, I played in uh, Texas the other day, and it was, you know, uh, predominantly, you know, just very cowboy church. You know? And I walk in with my pink jacket and cowboy boots and... You know, some you could see was like wow, and some was like, you know what? I think I'd do that too. So we'll
0: see. A gospel country singer who's in touch with his feminine (laughs) side—that's a good one.
1: Pretty mixed-up fella, huh?
0: Well, tell me something no one knows about you. Make it worthwhile now. Be revealing. This is a confession.
1: Something that's uh, that's something that no one knows about me. Well,
0: nothing too spicy, but you know, you know, give it some juice.
1: I think, you know, I kind of touched on it a little bit, a couple of things. I think, you know, of course, you know, the, the, I, I love fashion. I love that. Um, that
0: well, that's uh, your finan- That's your indulgence with your success.
1: Yeah. and well, so Tell me a little I, secret. A l- <laughs> well, you know, I think, wow, I, you know, that's so hard to hear. No, know. it's
0: not. It's absolutely not. You're just being modest. Come on. Well. If you can wear a pink jacket, yeah. you've got what it takes to tell me.
1: Oh goodness! Something that no one knows about me.
0: Uh, you pick your nose while driving. What is it?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? That sounds like a. You know, uh, if, if if here's something
0: that that. Are oh, you think. suffer from flatulence at the most uh, public of moments? You know.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. You, you're pretty good at this. <laughs> I'll be I better if you know. tell me. Yeah, you know, I I just think that, you know, it's so funny. I'm so out there for everyone to see, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's so funny, you know, and I, I, you know, I have my little quirks, you know, I'm just
0: asking for one.
1: (sighs) I think, you know, I touched on the anger thing. I have to watch that. My moodiness, um, you know, I have to do that when I'm at home and and on the road. You know, I think I think that's one thing that a lot of people wouldn't know about me, really, because I try to be that kind of chipper thing. You know. Right. Um, I think too. You know, I, I I record. You know, something that people might not know about me is I record all of the kind of the CSI, uh, NCIS. You know, things to watch. You know, when I I'm
0: falling follow. off my chair here. Okay,
1: and. <laughs> So if I wasn't doing music, I think that would be one of the things that I would be in. And another little quirky thing is I love quilts. You know, I think it would be the kind of coolest thing in the world to, you know, to go back and to take my kids' clothing and, you know, maybe someday. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll learn how to quilt, you know. What, oh. what about that? Is that good?
0: Now we're talking, yes. <laughs> there you go.
1: I would love that, you know. I would. Love, People I
0: magazine love that. better watch out tomorrow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh but anyways, I think that that would be kind of that'd be kind of fun, you know, is to take my kids' clothes, you know, their old baby clothes, and make a quilt, and you know, maybe some of the dress clothes, some of the stuff that maybe I wore to the Grammys, and my wife had wore there, and you know, and different award shows of doves and different things, and kind of make a quilt of that, you know. And,
0: well, that's very touching. Very touching, Jason. Yeah. Now I've been seeing photos of you. Now we haven't met, obviously. Um, you seem to be shrinking. Is that because all the clothes are now custom fit? Now, when you go buy the pink jacket, you need to fit into them, or you're making a special effort? Because you've got the high cheekbones. You're trimming your beard. What's going on?
1: <laughs> you know, I, I really, um, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting older, of course, and um, I just, you know, I feel like that uh, the road life, uh, the late night. Uh, you know, restaurants and different things had had taken a toll on me. And one of the things is I, when I did come home, you know, on Mondays, I, I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't feel like getting up. I didn't feel like, you know, going and playing with the kids. I didn't feel like running, you know, and going out maybe that night with the wife. I didn't, you know, and I just felt like that my health was really, you know, I'd, I'd poorly taken care of it. And, um, so there is a, a a young lady by the name of Nora that mm-hmm. is a personal trainer right. uh, that's been working with my wife, and my wife said, you need to go, and so me and her do this together. And so I, at, at one time, I dropped about 35 pounds and uh, toning up and feel so much better. I rode my bike to the gym the other day. It was eight miles and uh, just one way and worked out and then rode my bike back to the house, you know, so... Uh, you know, I don't know. I just feel so much better. And and two, yeah, the clothes do fit better, especially if you like fashion.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so next five to ten years, what does the future hold for Mr. Crabb?
1: Well, you know, I, I still want to be making music. Mm-hmm. You know, I still want to be doing this. You know, hopefully that, you know, it'll be on a, uh, a broader uh broader form, you know, that maybe more people will get to hear, you know, what my heart is, and uh, hopefully this music will be growing, and who knows, this song might take off in country music and strike up a tour, and, uh, you know, and I still get to sing the songs that I'm very passionate about, you know, about my beliefs, and get to sing a positive message, and who knows, you know, that pastor thing, you know be 15 years down the road probably (laughs) but uh who knows i don't know you know i'm just going to live life to the fullest you know and take one day at a time
2: oh
0: that's the best way to be it's been great having you on the show jason
1: oh thank you so much for having me
0: and thank you for sharing your world with us
1: (laughs) we're going (laughs) to lead out
0: with the track love is stronger from your latest album called love is stronger ladies and gentlemen that was the talented jason crab the man behind the voice Feel free to send in your comments to our Facebook page at facebook.com/thevipjawal Report or tweet me if you dare at Vipjaazwal on Twitter. Thank you for listening and keep your ears open for the next airing of the Vip Jawal Report coming soon. For your listening pleasure, here is "Love is Stronger."
2: You went down one of those roads Nobody should have to go Life shows